Getting things done. The zero inbox. This is Energy. Hola, amigos, amigas. We have come to the point of trying to get you to a zero inbox. A zero inbox. Your personal inbox, your work inbox, email, messages, everything. Really, it's a symbol of getting things done. And I've been able to do it about once a week. About once a week, I'm there. Um, and then things just load up again, but it's okay. It's a fantastic accomplishment to get there. It means you are under control of your agenda. It's a fabulous feeling. So, quick recap. I talked before when I talked about getting things done about filtering out what you want to get done so you can focus on what you need to get done. And then I talked about prioritization where you prioritize three things or up to three things you need to get done in a day or on the weekend you know you wake up what three things do I need to get done today and you can combine your work and your life and that way you set the agenda and you get things done and those three things could be part of the three things you need to get done in your month and lead toward the three things your three goals for the year 333 is also the number of positive energy. Okay? Positive energy. 333. All right. Now let's get to 000. <laughs> All right. First thing you need to do on your way to a zero inbox is to reduce meeting times. You know, meeting times seem to be like half an hour increments. It's a half an hour meeting. It's an hour meeting or longer. Cut those increment. Cut the increments from a half an hour increment to a 15 minute increment. Have a 15 minute meeting. Have a 45 minute meeting. You know, make your meetings at 15 minute increments. And I'll tell you, I have um, I've had great success with this. And I actually did take a workshop on meetings. So, um, you know, what I'm telling you is actually based on the workshop. Cut your meetings to 15 minute increments. I had a half an hour meeting. Uh, it was a meeting with a vendor. And the second part of it is always have an agenda. Why should you have an agenda? Well, if you have an agenda, then you know how long the meeting should take. If you don't have an agenda, then you won't have any idea of how long the meeting should take. I'm not saying like you have five minutes for introductions, 10 minutes for discussing problem one, and you know, five minutes for solution for problem one. I'm not saying be that precise, but have like a beginning to end. Usually it starts with, you know, people introducing themselves if they're from different departments or different companies. But I had a meeting with a vendor 
and I set it for a half an hour. I actually thought that was ambitious because it was actually a meet and greet, but I did have an agenda. People introduced themselves and that could take in itself a couple of minutes, could take 15 minutes. But the second agenda was to talk about the task at hand and the timeline. And that half an hour meeting was actually finished in under 15 minutes. Like it was like 13 minutes. So I looked at the clock, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So, um, and you know, that's the kind of thing that you might normally say, okay, we need an hour for that. I was even worried, like I said, a half an hour. So have your meetings in 15 minute increments. I'll give you another example. I did another meeting uh, and I set it for actually 15 minutes, right? And I was so, so on top of it with this half an hour meeting with a vendor, I thought an internal meeting where I work definitely can do it in 15 minutes. And it was an introduction discussion of a, a new project. Uh, an opportunity for another team to work on a new project. And I was talking to the team lead and uh, his team, and we were finished in 15 minutes and the team lead at 15 minutes left. So, you know, some people, they get it. Don't think that you're going rogue or anything. You know, people that uh, wanna get things done, they will get and respect what you're doing to put meetings in 15 minute increments, to put together an agenda, or if it's not your meeting, to ask the person whose meeting it is to send you the agenda. You're not being rude. You're actually, you just wanna get things done. And that person may even think, wow, that's actually, I never thought of having an agenda. I should do that. So it's a good thing. But that 15 minute meeting finished on just around 15 minutes. And then um, the team leader left and I had an extra, some extra time and I was just talking with the rest of the team. So it stretched out to half an hour, but it was okay because the team leader who was the key person I needed to make a decision, you always want to know who the decision maker is, got the decision done and left. Perfect. So reduce your meeting time. You could you could reduce your meetings in a day by half, right? Just by doing 15 minute increments for the meetings that you set up with an agenda and asking the people that set up meetings to have an agenda and to even suggest them, do we need an hour? How about 45 minutes? Do we need half an hour? How about 15 minutes? But agenda helps a meeting move fast because people stay on track. And if you put pressure, on the time of the meeting, then like if it's a half an hour meeting, people know that, let's get to business. <laughs> so reduce your meeting times to 15 minute increments and have an agenda, that's number one. Number two is reduce sensory pollution. I think sensory pollution is a huge issue. And what I'm talking about is, you know, what you're exposing your senses to. Your eyes are always being exposed to a screen of some sort. When your eyes get tired, you get tired. And if your eyes get tired, you lose your energy. All right, just like a meeting, all right? Go into a meeting, you walk out of the meeting, and before the meeting you had energy, then after the meeting you have no energy, right? 
you look at your phone, um, looking at messages from friends or family, and then, then you start your work, but your eyes are already tired. So think about the sensory pollution that you're exposing your eyes to. Put shades on. You know, people laugh at me in the wintertime um, or on uh, cloudy days when I wear my shades. I'm protecting my eyes from sensory pollution. Wind, right, is pollution. You know, dirt is pollution. It'll damage my eyes. I need to let my eyes chill for a bit. And so then there's your ears, you know, traffic, you know, um, dogs barking, people talking at work. That's a lot, you know, to take in. And you add sensory pollution of your eyes and your ears. You know, a lot of our workspaces are open environments. It's great because you can collaborate. And that was a good rhyme. It's great because you can collaborate, but you also need to manage and reduce your sensory pollution. So here's a couple ways to do it. First of all, if you work in an open concept work environment, book a meeting with yourself and have some time to yourself, even if it's a half an hour, just to, you know, quiet time in a meeting room where you can just like filter things out and focus on what you need to get done. It's uh, it really feels good. It's like, you know, and for some of you who it's a loud environment at work, it's a loud environment where you live. I mean, that might be the ability to book a meeting room for half an hour once a day, you know, or once every couple days. That might be your quietest time, but it's a time for you to to recharge and reduce that sensory pollution. So that's one way to do it. And that's, you know, uh, will help you actually recharge, recharge. The other thing to do uh, to reduce your sensory pollution is to be the DJ. So I know that because I DJ for fun. You know, you see a DJ's got the headphones and one ear on the headphone is on and one ear is off so he can listen to the music while he's listening to, uh, to what he's playing and while he's listening to the crowd, the music, the vibe. Um, that's okay. You actually can do that. Like if you live in, if you're working in an open concept environment, put in, you know, if you put your earbud on, put like one earbud on so that you can listen to music at a low volume and maybe relaxing music or music that gives you energy, you know, um, but that you have your other ear open in case someone needs to talk to you. Cause sometimes it is rude. You know, you see some people, they have their noise reduction headphones on and you feel like you can't approach them. It defeats the purpose of open concept. Well, just put one earbud, you know, or one part of your noise reduction on one ear and you know keep the other ear open and that way you're getting less you know sensory pollution and at the same time you're not being rude because someone can just talk to you really easily so those are two ways you know to get to reduce your sensory pollution which is really important now the third thing i'm going to talk about is to start what you finish Say what? Start what you finish? Ah, I'm just joking. To finish what you start. How many times do you do an email or write a message and then another email or another message comes in? And it's probably a lot more fun than what you're doing right then. And so you don't finish that email or message or that task. You just check what just arrived. 
well you're not finishing what you're starting and then you might go on to something else and then this thing that you were supposed to finish an hour ago an hour later is still not finished so finish what you start finish what you start and it does actually like all of these things take practice everything when it comes to your energy takes practice but if you can reduce your meeting times with an agenda your meetings will go by faster you have more time you'll have more energy because you'll feel results from meetings if you can reduce the sensory pollution at work at home everywhere especially for your eyes and your ears you're gonna have more energy more focus because you can filter and of course if you can finish what you start so that you don't start what you finish and never get it done then you can get to a zero inbox and i'll also add that i eat for energy i drink for energy so throughout the day when i need to get things done my diet consists mostly of smoothies and soups and some salads so i eat and drink for energy when i need to get things done when i'm at home and relaxing i eat whatever i want because i'm done everything it doesn't matter if i get a little bit sleepy when i eat because i have nothing to do but just relax and then go to bed so that's another thing and once an hour i go for a little walk i walk one to three minutes like jenny i said jenny from the block no well for me because i'm energy my nick you can call me henny i'm henny from the block because you'll see me walking around the block i'll walk around the office uh sometimes i'll walk around the block yeah you call me henny from the block so but seriously once an hour get up you know walk for a minute three minutes five minutes and if you can't walk just kind of move on the spot just get up and just move we were born to move and movement is energy so fuel your day with movement and the proper foods and drinks to give you more energy to get things done so that you have more time to have fun my rhymes are pretty good pretty crisp today so that's what i want to tell you about it's not hard to get to the zero inbox but like everything like i always say it does take practice cheers to your energy tap your energy to be your best and really to be your best means to get a zero inbox Bye.